This is Parliament Watch from the Hindu, a podcast tracking the heartbeat of Indian democracy. Good morning listeners. Today is Wednesday, the 3rd of August, and you're listening to the Parliament Watch podcast by the Hindu. This is your host Diksha Munjal. Stay tuned as we take you through significant developments in both houses of parliament on Tuesday or day 12 of the ongoing monsoon session. Unlike what a lot of the other days in the past 2 weeks looked like, both houses were able to transact substantial business yesterday as the upper house took up the over 4 hour long discussion on inflation which was one of the demands of the protesting opposition members. The lower house after a long deliberation passed the wildlife protection amendment bill 2021 and other heated discussions on issues such as farm loan waivers and kisan credit cards also took place between the opposition and treasury benches beginning with the rajya sabha after several opposition members slammed the center on high inflation and even allied parties asked the center pointed questions union finance minister nirmala sitaraman gave her reply in the house nobody is saying और नोबडी इज इन अ डिनायल अबाउट प्राइस राइज हमारे इन्फ्लेशन रेट का एक बैंड रहता है फोर इज द मीडियम पॉइंट माइनस टू और प्लस टू इज वॉट इज नॉर्मली अकोमोडेटेड एंड वी आर एट सेवन विद समर्ट और इट कैन बी स्लाइटली मोर देन सेवन बट वी हैव मेड श्योर दैट द रिजर्व बैंक एंड द गवर्नमेंट पुट टूगेदर Are taking enough steps to make sure that it is kept at seven or below, ideally below six. Running through some quick points raised by opposition members during the debate, they flagged the issue of inflation being above RBI's median range of four plus or minus two percent. They criticised the rising fuel prices, the levy of GST on essential items, the flow of tax revenues from the centre to the states, unemployment. the status of centers welfare schemes and the increasing cost of production for farmers now to tell us how the discussion on price rise panned out how it was significant and in what way did it differ from monday's inflation debate in the lok sabha we have with us deputy editor at the hindu from new delhi jigish am after almost two weeks of disruptions the rajya sabha on tuesday took up a short duration discussion on the rising prices of essential items in a change of tone to the position she took in lok sabha on the other day on the same issue union finance minister nirmala sitaraman said the center is not denying the fact that there is price rise in the country she said the center is taking constant efforts to check prices of essential items such as tomato onion potato pulses and edible oil she denied the charges by the opposition that the center is not sharing cess and other additional duties on petroleum products with the states she maintained that india's macroeconomic fundamentals are strong she reiterated that indian economy is much better compared to its peer groups and developed economies however she said nobody is in a denial about the price rise She promised the opposition that she will look at the economic data and also the ground situation while framing policies to curb inflation. She said the government is not running away from a debate. She said that the center is making all efforts to keep the inflation level at 7% while 
Ideally, it should be below 6%. Most of the criticism by the opposition was based on the tax ops given to big companies in the last six years. The opposition members argued that ideally, taxes on luxury items should increase in place of the taxes on goods and services used by common people. They also questioned the finance minister's argument that the decisions in GST council uh, were taken uh, unanimously. Uh, the opposition members argued that many opposition ruled states had asked the union government to not to increase GST or not to impose GST on prepackaged items such as milk products and food grains. But the finance minister, uh, during her reply, said there is an effort to portray that her government works for Ambani's and Adani's. She said the centre has taken a number of measures to help the poor. She cited the example of the vaccines and also many the BJP members who spoke during the debate uh, said the centre has provided free ration to about 80 crore people during the pandemic. But unlike in Lok Sabha, the opposition got additional support from the ally of the government, Janata Dal United, and fence-sitter parties like the uh, ruling party of Andhra Pradesh, YSRCP, and Biju Janata Dal of Odisha during this debate. The members of these parties, their speeches were received by opposition members by thumping on the desk. The YSRCP even alleged that the centre is robbing the state's revenues by imposing cess and surcharges. There was also a demand from the opposition benches for a white paper on the issue of price rise. Though there was no major announcement from the centre on the ways to address the issue or, uh, or the ways to uh, curb the price rise, the finance minister tried to give a message that the centre is serious about the issue and it is taking all efforts uh, to curb price rise. Thanks, Jigish, for putting the discussion into context. Further, replying to criticism by YSRCP member from Andhra Pradesh, Vijayasai Reddy, over the centre's failure to remit the quota of states in the central gross tax revenue, the finance minister said that the total flow of funds to the states from before the introduction of GST to now had increased by nearly 15%. She said that between 2014 to 2023 BE, nearly 3.9 lakh crore of cess had been sent to the states, which was more than what the centre actually collected. Defending the centre's Ujwala LPG distribution scheme, which was criticised by members for being unsuccessful and underutilised, Ms. Sita Raman said that despite the rising cost of LPG, which was not in the government's hands, the centre recently announced that up to 12 cylinders at the cost of rupees 200 per cylinder would be given to 9 crore beneficiaries of the PM Ujwala scheme. On the levy of GST on essential items, the finance minister expressed concerns that members had misconceptions and wrong information about what items are covered and exempted from GST. She said that GST is not being imposed on funeral and crematorium services, but on the construction of new crematoria. She also pointed out that the centre had in fact brought down drastically the number of items under higher GST slabs like 28%. She said that from over 200 items under 28% GST at the time of the introduction of the tax regime in 2017, 
the GST Council, after multiple meetings, brought the number down to just 28 items. Besides the inflation debate, replies on various issues were also given during Tuesday's question hour. The finance minister addressed questions on the consistent fall of the rupee and said that there had been no collapse of the Indian currency. She added that even after a series of factors affecting the world economy, the Indian currency had appreciated itself. In another important reply given during the question hour, Health Minister Mansuk Mandavia said that eight cases of monkeypox had been reported in the country so far and a national task force had been set up to monitor the development of diagnostics and vaccines. The first case of monkeypox in India was reported from Kerala on July 14. That's it from the Rajya Sabha today. Now to take us through the business carried out in the Lok Sabha on Tuesday, I've been joined by my colleague Saptaparnu Ghosh. Over to you, Saptaparnu. Right. Thanks, Deeksha. The Lower House on Tuesday passed the Wildlife Protection Amendment Bill 2021 that aims to implement the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, or the CITES. The convention, signed in Washington in 1973, regulates through common procedures the trade of plant and animal specimens with foreign governments, without threatening the survival of the species. The tabled bill defines specimen as any animal or plant which may be dead or alive. It also seeks constituting a management authority which would issue permits for the trade or scheduled specimens in accordance with the CITES. The bill was first introduced in the lower house at the winter session last year and was referred to a parliamentary standing committee which submitted its report this April with certain suggestions. Before putting forth the bill, consultations were held with 24 wildlife institutions, 13 eminent conservationists, 6 Lok Sabha MPs and 29 concerned citizens. During the debate, members raised concerns about the proposed legislation legalizing elephant trade and citing the lack of local representation in the committee. Minister for Forest, Environment and Climate Change Bhupendar Yadav assured the House that the bill ensures maximum participation of local communities in the management of community reserve. He told the House that the Union government working on the principle of Vasudeva Kutumbakam was working towards betterment of all wildlife species alongside humans. In a written reply to the House, Minister of State for Rural Development Sadhvi Niranjan Jyoti put forth that at the end of July in the current financial year, about 5.08 crore households had been offered employment under the Mahatma Gandhi National Employment Guarantee Scheme. A total of 5.09 crore households had sought employment under the Manregs during the time. Additionally, the data suggested that there was a 6% fall in demand for work under this scheme between the financial year 2020-21 and 2021-22. The core objective of this scheme is to provide not less than 100 days of unskilled manual work as a guaranteed employment in a financial year to every household in rural areas as per demand to facilitate the creation of productive assets of prescribed quality and durability. A total of about 9.40 lakh crore rupees worth loans availed from Kisan credit cards were outstanding in the ongoing financial year. 
Further, as per a written reply on the same by the Minister for Fisheries, Animal Husbandry and Dairying, Purushottam Rupala, about 3,040 crore rupees have been released under the Modified Interest Subvention Scheme. The scheme provides short-term agriculture and allied loans to farmers through the Kisan credit cards at a concessional rate of interest to help them meet their capital requirements. The Kisan credit card scheme was launched in 1998-99 as a credit delivery mechanism to ensure timely and quick credit support from the banking systems to the farmers for cultivation and other needs. That is all I have from the lower house today. Back to you, Diksha. Right. Thanks, Aptaparno. Now coming to the fact of the day. Nearly 1.12 lakh acres of land. That is the area of farmland that has been shifted from tobacco farming to cultivation of alternative crops in the last five fiscal years or between 2017-18 to 2021-22, according to a reply given in the Lok Sabha by the Agriculture Ministry on Tuesday. That's it from Parliament Watch today. We will be back tomorrow for a wrap of today's proceedings. And if you want more analysis and live updates from Parliament, head to our website www.thehindu.com or download the Hindu app on your mobile phones. You can also subscribe to The Hindu online to get unlimited access to all updates and exclusive content such as detailed explainers on upcoming bills, expert analysis and comments from our journalists and contributors. Thanks for tuning in.